What is up, everyone? And welcome to another bonus episode of the All Punked Up podcast. These bonus episodes are where we sometimes take questions asked on the internet or social media and we answer them. So this question was asked a couple of months ago, and I've been wanting to answer this. So here we go. This was asked on Reddit, and the question is, is there a reason why MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, is the only newer pop-punk act that gained mass mainstream attention? And he goes on to kind of explain this question. He says, there's tons of talk about a pop-punk resurgence or revival, but if we look at the numbers in terms of popularity, it's really only MGK and a bunch of well-known older acts like Blink-182 and Paramore, for example. But why is that? It seemed like Willow was gaining something, but her album completely bombed along with all her singles. He goes on to say, Pop punk never died, of course, and there are new pop punk bands dropping music every day, but in terms of mainstream success, why is MGK the only act making noise? Please, someone explain it to me because there are tons of pop punk acts that deserve his success more. Why is it harder for new pop punk acts to break out? And this is how I would answer this question. So I genuinely think this all comes down to the labels, right? And really the bigger mainstream ones. I'm talking Sony Music Entertainment, Warner Music Group, and Universal Music Group. These companies own the majority of all of the record labels you've heard of. And let's be honest, labels have almost all of the influence when it comes to mainstream attention and success. They are the ones who decide basically what we listen to in most cases. So around the time when MGK started getting a push, right? He got a push because he already had a big fan base. He already had media attention. Whether that attention was good or bad, he had eyes on him and people were interested. And his style and persona, if you will, had people talking. He had an edge about him. People either loved him or hated him. And honestly, the more people talked about him, the more it only helped fuel his success. And really, he just stayed in the media. Also, at the time of his push, there were already some hints of guitar sounds and some popular mainstream songs at the time. If I remember correctly, Halsey had a few songs that were guitar-driven. All Time Low and Water Parks were also getting some top 40 radio pushes at that time. And I want to say there were a few others I can't think of right now. Uh, but there was definitely a subtle movement towards a more rock vibe. Not a lot, but it was there. So because of this, I think it made for an easy and low-risk decision for the labels to try and push his music and see what happens. I would argue, however, that Avril Lavigne also gained mainstream attention during this pop-punk revival, uh, like early on in this pop-punk revival. But unfortunately, that was about it, because when it comes down to it, labels just keep playing it safe by pushing pop and rap right now, because they know it works, and they aren't going to fix what's not broken, and why would they? What I think would be nice to see, though, is the smaller labels out there. I'd really love to see them push bands, like really go after it. As this Redditor put it, there are so many pop-punk bands, and even pop-punk solo artists, I'd add, that have a bunch of upside, and I can't agree more with that. Yet these pop-punk bands and solo artists, they aren't really given a proper chance to be heard by a good majority of radio listeners. 
There are ways these smaller labels could do this, whether it's networking or money, but sometimes it feels like they they just sit there with their arms folded. And to be honest, maybe it seems like they just sit there with their arms folded because there's no real choice because so much of the music industry is run by those three big labels I mentioned earlier. Who knows? But if these smaller labels can do anything, I think the first thing they should do is see which of their artists already have some traction or a good fan base and go pretty much all in on that band and put most of the rest of their lineup on the back burner until hopefully that band that they are pushing gets the attention they were hoping for. Then, with the money coming in from that band, they can start allocating toward another band, and then just rinse and repeat. Also, while they are doing this, the artists they are pushing should be taking other artists on the same label out on tour to help build up the other artists on the roster. A prime example of this, Drive Through Records used to do this all the time. When one band got popular, they'd take another band from the label out on the road with them. And guess what? That band would start gaining a following, and they'd start gaining some attention. And then suddenly, word gets out that these bands are on the same label, and then more eyes and ears are organically attracted to the other artists on the label's roster. It's a risk, of course. I know that. But I think it's a risk worth taking. It's worked in the past, and I think it could still work. But all right, guys, that'll do it for this bonus episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you're really digging our show, please consider helping us spread the word and leaving us a review in Apple Podcasts and or on Spotify. A five-star review would be so greatly appreciated. And please let us know what you're digging most about the show and also what you'd like to hear more of. So with that, thanks again. And always remember, spread love. Peace.